1: Community Radio, Uh, this is The Living Free Show, and we're on 855 on your AM dial and 3CR on digital radio. Um, Hi, my name's Bill, and I'd like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which 3CR transmits people-powered radio. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present, and acknowledge that this land was stolen and sovereignty was never ceded. Each week on the Living Free Show, we showcase one of the many programs that assist in recovery from drugs, alcohol, gambling and food addictions. Our guests share their story and highlight that shared experience saves lives. My guest today is Damien, uh, who's working with Galliamble Men's Recovery Centre, a 24-hour residential drug and alcohol healing centre for men located in St Kilda. Uh, the, Re- the recovery program is based on the 12-step abstinence model and embraces a holistic treatment approach that recognizes the physical, emotional and spiritual needs of, of Aboriginal people. I'd like to welcome Damien to the show. Hi, Damien. Hi, Bill. How are you? Thanks Good. for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. Um, now, I don't know a lot about Gally Amble or any of the work that you do, um, but I know broadly about uh, recovery. And I thought we might start by talking about the organization you work for that runs the Galliamble program. So I understand it's called Nguala.
2: Well, that's right, yeah. The the overarching organization is called Nguala Willembong Aboriginal Corporation. And uh, under that there is three rehabs as well as management and admin offices. We've got three rehabs, one in St Kilda, Galley We've got the Women's Centre in St Kilda also called Winja Ullupna, which means Women's Haven. And up around Shepparton in a small place called Talamba, we've got Ichiwattik, which is a men's recovery cent- healing centre. We like to say healing centre. And Ichiwattik means um, to cure. Uh Gally Amble means dry place on a hill. <laughs> Which is why, right where we are, 66 Grey Street. It's a dry place on a hill.
1: Right, that's good. Yeah, yeah I don't think St. Kilda was always known as a dry place, but
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's still not. <laughs> However, Gally Amble is.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, so, I thought initially, if we talk about um, why N'Guala was established and what its, I guess its principles are and what it's trying to achieve.
2: Um, so, Gally Amble was set up. Um, well, Nguala started in the mid-70s Galliamble's been around since the 70s as well And it's set up. it was set up by um, Aboriginal people Aboriginal men For um, Aboriginal men and women Who want to recover or heal from the harmful effects Of drugs and or alcohol uh, I think it started off almost as a, um, like a halfway house A drop-in centre yep. um, Now it's evolved into a... Um, a fully-fledged rehabilitation center, healing center, for um, yeah, predominantly Aboriginal men.
1: Right. Mm. Okay. Um, so do you want to talk about the, I guess, the sort of services and, and I guess, the reach of the services? What sort of things people can uh, obtain through uh, being associated with Nguala? Uh So...
2: If someone's to gain access to, um, to Galley Amble, uh, I can give you a brief rundown of the, the weekly program. We have uh, we have weekly doctor's appointments. We have program called Mindfulness. We have uh, Art as Therapy. We have Anger Management. We have Men's Shed, which is woodworking. Uh, we have Relapse Prevention. We have uh, Cultural Healing Programs. And we also have uh, Men's Behavioral Change, which has done it... Um, another aboriginal uh, organisation called Dadi Monwara which is in Preston we do men's behavioral change on Monday night and we also do um, uh, narcotics anonymous and alcoholics anonymous meetings two of which are done at Galliamble we have our own uh, NA meeting on Tuesday night 7:30 at Galliamble and uh, our own alcoholics anonymous meeting uh, Thursday night at Galliamble as well. Um, how does that sound, Bill? It sounds pretty good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of issues, you know, people with drug and alcohol problems have usually have um, a wide range of associated problems. So, I guess is how do you deal with the, the broader issues? I can tell you about
2: uh, some of the broader issues that we we do come across and that we have to deal with. Um, Not only uh, drug and or alcohol um, issues, uh, some sort of mental health usually goes in hand with it, um, ranging from, uh, and this is not in any order of priority, ranging from um, anxiety and and depression to uh, bipolar, um, schizophrenia, PTSD, uh, just to name a few. Also, um, we have guys who come into us. You know, the problems are multi layered with um, things like pe- people who have been victims of um, child sexual abuse, um, family violence, victims of family violence. Uh, also, people who have experienced homelessness for part of their life. In some cases, people have been homeless their whole life. Um, and also we get, um, some fellas who come into us uh, from prison as well. They'll be bailed bailed to us from prison. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the, the main sort of areas that come to us.
1: Yeah. They're pretty challenging sort of things to deal with.
2: They're very challenging, uh, but also very satisfying as well, um, if we can help uh, a person who's come from prison, who's been institutionalized for years, in some case, you know, 10, 10 20 years, which is really hard to transition just yeah. back into the community. Uh, if we can ha- help people do that uh, just by being there and, and listening to them, listening to what they want and um, offering them options uh of, of how they can go in into the world supported so that when they're released from prison or when they finish their 16-week um, program at Galley they're not just dropped cold. So we try and sort of hook them in with um, transitional supports once they finish at Galley Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they they still have access to a wide range of things. They still have access to uh, our in-house counselling, psychotherapist, um, post-Galliamble for two months. They also have access to, um, I'd like to give a bit of a a mention to uh, one of the external programs that we use, um, a mob called The Break in Elstonwick, and we we engage their services for um, mindfulness, anger management, and relapse prevention. And all um, former Galley Amble residents have continued access to that after they leave Galley Amble. No extra charge, there's no extra fee, so uh, that's open to all Galley residents as well. And we also have housing teams and um, outreach workers, um, which they're still welcome to um, be involved with post-Galley Amble. They can also drop into Galley Amble any they like. A lot of the ex-fellas come in and just have lunch about 12 o'clock. And um yeah you know, and if, if anyone comes to the door we'll always offer food and drink um yeah so we try to there's also we do have the option of um, uh, sort of family counseling through nagualo I think we still have a counselor there who uh, if any any of the residents choose to bring their family into it um there, there's that option of um, getting the family involved in a counseling level as well
1: yeah, yes, mm. I know the importance of having family involved. My dad was an alcoholic, so
2: mm.
1: it's really important to bring the family in, so the family understand what the uh, resident is going through, and also that they're they're part of it. It's a in in a group called al family groups. It's called alcoholism, the family disease, because yeah. alcoholic families breed alcoholics by their just their behaviour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so involving the family is pretty important. Oh, well, they sound like a really extensive list of supports. So the next question I'd like to sort of put to you is, um, do the residents who go through your program, do they tend to come back and get involved in helping others?
2: They do, they do. Uh, it's very broad-ranging. Um, we get some of the fellows who who um, they'll go through the program once. Like I said, it's it's a 16-week uh, live-in program, residential program. We're open 24-7, 365 days a year. Um, some of them come through, they complete the program, then we'll never hear from them again. Some of them... Uh, get housing in the area because we do offer a housing service as well not at Galliamble but uh, naguala offers a housing service and some of them become local residents to st kilda so we see them quite regularly they drop in say hello you know as i said lunchtime's a popular drop drop in time um and then there has been situations where um we've helped some of the uh, former residents get into study. So um, to get okay. into our field of work, you need a minimum of certificate for in alcohol and other drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nguala in the past, in some cases, I'm not going to say every single case, but in some cases, um, help some of the fellows who want to go on and get into the line of work, help them uh, yeah, with that first step of, um, mm-hmm. of funding a um, doing that course. Uh, which we do through um, one of our residences. Um, and just until recently, two of our day staff are former clients and they're now support workers working full time who've done the course working at Galliamble. Yeah. So there is that option for people who want to do that. It's not for everybody, but no. some of them seem really keen to do it. So two of our former clients are now workers at Galliamble. Um, and you know, which is really great, and it's great for the the new residents that come in there to yeah. see that like yeah. this is what can be achieved, yeah. you know. And these are you know Aboriginal men themselves have been through the system, you know, been through the addiction, been through the, all the mental health problems, everything that goes with it. Um, yeah, and they've at the moment you know they're coming out of come out the other end or coming out the other end. Um, you know, with the qualification, some of them have gone on to do other study as well. Now that working at Galliamble, and then they can, if they want, they can choose, they can go off into other lines of work. It, it opens up a whole world of opportunity to
1: them. Yeah. That sounds uh, great. Yeah. yeah. I, I've had a number of people on the show who are in 12 step recovery who've gone on to get Cert 4 and worked in AOD mm. um, because they want to give back, you know, they see it as really beneficial. To yeah. them and to the people they're helping, yeah.
2: So it's, you know, like I said, it's great for the newer residents who are there now, because these go the guys that go on to establish themselves in in these lives where they are giving back and they're learning. um, You know, they've been rock bottom as well, you know. Yeah, they've it's, been there. Yeah, they've been there. They've they've done it. So for yeah. People who who say, you know, I, I can't do it, or I, I I don't know how to read and write properly. It, it doesn't matter. You know, we can get help with that. You know, the the, um, the teachers, the, the resources we have available to us, if you can't read and write, if you think you're not going to be able to study, it, the same things happen to some of these other fellas, and they've got through it. Mm. You know, there's ways to do it, and there's always help.
1: Yeah, mm. which is really important. Yeah. Always help. Yeah. Um, so maybe uh, if you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this field and, well, why, and why you chose Galliamble. <laughs> <laughs> or it chose you. <laughs>
2: it, it it kind of chose me, actually. Um, well, I was, I was working in warehousing for years, and I'd had enough of that because I was getting a little bit on in my years, and that's quite back-breaking work. Mm. And um, the opportunity came up for me to uh, get a redundancy payout so I happily took that redundancy payout and I thought, well, I'd always been interested in this, um, uh, in the AOD, you know, helping people with addiction. Mm. So I thought I'll, I'll go and get a qualification. So I got myself a certificate for in alcohol and other drugs, just studied online from home. And a part of doing most of these type of calls is, is usually got to do about 120 to 160 hours of work experience. It's called work placement. So I lived in St Kilda and I thought, well, I don't want to work. I'm sick of travelling far to home. So I tried. I rang up every rehab in the St Kilda and surrounding area, trying to get my do um, get my work placement of 160 hours. I think I had to do yeah, 160 hours. Um, a lot of the bigger rehabs um, they weren't able to help me because a lot of them have just contracts with some of the bigger universities and that they only take students from there. So um, I rang up Galliamble. And um, the boss there at the time, the manager, I was lucky that the manager answered the phone. I said, look, I'm doing my Cert four. I need to do 160 hours of work placement. And he goes, do you have any experience? I said, no. He said, do you know this is an Aboriginal rehab? I said, no. And he goes, all right, well, come in then. <laughs> so, so, and he was an Aboriginal man. Yeah. And so I went in there, did my work placement, and... And then at the end of that, uh, I must have done something right. They offered me a job and I started there doing Saturdays and I did about 30 weeks of Saturdays. And then after that, they offered me a um, full-time Monday to Friday job, which I took. And then about a year or so into it, I got offered the team leader position, which I'm in now, team leader slash um, assistant manager, which I've been in for over two years now. Yeah. And I love my job. People ask me, is it is it difficult? I say no. It, sometimes it has its challenges. But it's that one of those jobs, get a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That's what this job is like for me. It's not really like a job. Sometimes I can't believe I'm getting paid to do some of these things that I'm doing. It's just um, like sitting here now on a radio show yeah. talking about Galley Anvil. I'm getting paid to see you do this, yeah. <laughs> which is great. And I got the bosses okay. He said, yep, go out there and sprout Galley Anvil. Yep.
1: Spread the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, listen, we might take a short break there. Yeah. Um, I've got a song uh, by Tom Fuble and it's called "Dancing in the Rain." Uh, it's should be it's pretty uplifting, uh, and it's courtesy of Australian Music Radio Airplay Project. Mm-hmm.
2: And everywhere I go I'm searching
3: for a break
0: and Torres Strait Islander children aged 3 and 4 can access 15 hours per week of free kinder. Kinder programs provide culturally safe places for children and families and are led by qualified teachers. Enroll for 2024. Speak
2: with your preferred kinder service or local council today about how to register for a place. COREy Kids Shine at Kindergarten. Find out more at vic.gov.au forward slash kinder. Authorised by the Victorian Government Melbourne.
3: A 3CR supporter.
0: These hands be stitching time, into interwoven lines collide in mesh, connect. live real times in it, keeping away from those to be hating on it. This is how we be in our everyday.
3: What, what, curator from Ill Level, you listen to Black and, and Deadly. Deal
0: That's how we kill with the handmade. Got my finger on the t- you can't cut this with a template. That's how we kill with the handmade. Like you read a lioness covered
1: out. That's how that's how we deal with the handmade. Got my finger on the tip. You can't cut this with the template That's how we deal with it handmade. D E A ah, we're back. Okay, uh this is the Living Free Show on three CR. Eight fifty five kilohertz on your AM dial and three CR on digital radio. If you'd like to listen to one of our many podcasts, then you can find us on your preferred podcast platform or just Google 3CR Living Free and check out our website. You can also contact us via 3CR and via email. Today I'm talking with Damien about his work with the Galliamble Men's Recovery Centre in St Kilda. Um, So, Damien, I just wonder whether you'd like to, uh, I guess, talk a bit about how Galliamble works and I guess some of the a bit I guess in a bit more detail about some of the services and um, programs that you run, give people an insight into what it's like to come through Galliamble. Okay,
2: well, um, when, when a person first tries to gain access to Galliamble, it normally starts with a phone call by themselves or being referred uh, by a health professional or or a family member in some cases we have um, some of the fellas come from prison so they are bailed to Galley Amble um, uh, most people before they come in have to do a week's detox which is arranged by our intake team our clinical services team and to get into Galley um, Galley for short for Galley Amble uh, and so once they come in they'll be shown around given a room um in, inducted into the premises we have a few sort of the main rules and guidelines which we present to everyone straight off the bat you know we talk about mutual respect for each other and clients and staff uh, we very much try not to have an us and them mentality at uh, Galliambel where it's like staff and clients we all mingle together we don't stay in separate parts of the building all day we all interact together um we try to as much as possible you know um. You know occasionally we try to we we probably should be doing more but we try to also do uh, recreational activities uh, on Friday Friday's our free day so we try to it doesn't happen every Friday but we also always try to do it some recreational activity where we go somewhere and have a barbecue and try and get out on country for the Aboriginal fellows and um, you know doing something uh, spiritual or cultural you know and, and talk about the land um, so, and generally, in the first in the first two weeks, we let uh, the new residents know that they're not allowed to leave the residence without a worker or no access to weekend leave for the first two weeks. Then after that, they're eligible. This is for their own safety because you're in you're on Gray Street in St Kilda. There, that's where. All the action is you just walk over the road, you know, you can get anything you like. Yeah. So, in a way, it's a great place for a rehab because if you can get clean there, yeah, you, you can get, get clean, clean anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that, um, yeah, then d- d- unless um, someone has come from incarceration, they may have uh bail conditions, uh, limiting how they can go out, so occasionally people will have uh, curfews so they're not eligible for um, for weekend leave or going out after hours but um, generally after that then pe- people are free to uh, apply for weekend leave so there's a real trust system there. Um, and uh, and then, you know, people can, outside of program hours, can, you know, go out for walks and do things what they want when, when free time's available. All they have to do is just sign in and out. You know, if they're going to be gone from a whole day, just say, hey, you know, I'm going off to see this friend in, you know, Ballarat or where, and I'll be back about 9 o'clock tonight. No worries. And, you know, we let them know if, you know, if, if perhaps it's their, if it's their first time going out. You know, we'll set them up with a bit of a safety plan and give them numbers to call and should they feel, you know, temptation or uh, triggered by anything, you know, please call your worker or call into Galliamble. We try and give people lifts to places as much as we can, Uh, although we also try and uh, encourage people to do things for themselves as much as they can so that Mm. when they leave Galliamble They've learnt new skills, so they go. You know, they people don't go. Oh, well, my worker did everything for me at Galliamble. Now that I'm out, I don't know how to do anything because my worker did everything. So we try and engage them in their own healing process as well. So they learn new skills and just general life skills. Um, so do you do things like teach them cooking and
1: that sort of stuff or not? <laughs>
2: uh, we have a, we have a cook at Galliamble Monday to Friday. Yeah, um, mm. she's a fantastic cook, and that option is always open for the fellas if they want some some guys come in and they're fantastic cooks or they might be qualified chefs yeah um that option's always there uh for them if they like some people occasionally choose to learn a bit about it some don't Mm. um uh so yeah so we encourage people to do things for themselves as much as possible that's not to say we're palming all the work off onto them but yeah. we, we want them to learn skills mm-hmm. and and social skills and and engage with other people on you know a social level and you know a professional level if need be um so and we have access to um just about every health service you could want um yeah, you know, we've got access to physio, chiro, we've got access to dental. It's unfortunately because some drug usage, it, um, it's not good for people's teeth. So uh, people come in with no teeth or, you know, teeth in very bad condition. So we have a dental service, a free dental service um, for all our fellas And we try and get the ones who need it through there. And, you know, and they can walk out with a, uh, you know, a, a, a nice set of teeth by by the end, by the time they leave. Um, We have access to uh, different sort of counselling, counselling with psychologists and psychiatrists, male and female options, Um, just normal medical services, um, Aboriginal health checks. Uh, We have the options, often some of the guys, some of the fellows that come in will have fines. in most cases the fellows can walk out of there with all their fines paying off just by being at Galliamble you know we've had guys who've come in with 20 grand worth of fines and they walk out 16 weeks later and it's all paid off just by taking part in the Galliamble programs and yep. uh, and the more they take part in it and access the services the more that comes off their fines so you know that's a big weight off people's shoulders um we got a, at Galliamble where alcohol and other drugs of course Um, But we have, in the Gwala Aboriginal Corporation, we have uh, a housing service which can uh, help the guys get into housing. We don't always promise a house upon completion because there's a housing uh, crisis at the moment. (laughs) Having said that as well, um, it's a 16-week program. If someone's been homeless when they come in and they don't have anywhere to go, we don't just kick them straight out after 16 weeks we will, you know, we do keep people on until um, something comes up. Uh, so, so, you know, there's that option as
1: well. Um, so, I guess, <clears throat> just to sort of talk about successes. Um, yeah. So, talking about, you know, I guess the way individuals come in mm. and the way they leave, what's, you know, can you sort of give us a, uh, not a, not a canned history but i guess a view of the sort of condition they're in when they come in and the condition they're in when they go out when they leave your service well we've
2: had people who come in who have never known anything that a lot of us take for granted like going to a supermarket and buying things off the shelf um or uh knowing how to access dental services, knowing how to, you know, never paid bills, you know, don't yeah. pay, yeah. never had their own house, never known how to set up an electricity bill or a gas bill or what, any of that sort of thing. Um, you know, who've been living on their street the whole life, you know. They don't know any other ways. Very street-wise. Yeah. But for a lot of the a lot of things that the rest of us take for granted they've got no idea about that sort of thing mm. sleeping rough um yeah. so we've had people like that come in and 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 usually often that's mixed with some on and off jail time in 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 i can think of one case where um a guy had, had been had a, a problems with addiction for 40 years of his life since people have been using since they were single fig- sig- figures because yeah. unfortunately their friends or parents or relatives were alcoholics or drug users and these these children are already using by the time they're 10 years old. You know, They're an addict mm-hmm. by the time they're 13 years old. So mm-hmm. it's really, really sad. Yeah. And then to see someone who has come for help in their 50s, early 50s, and then walk away after that and they've gained just... Uh, social skills. Um, um, cause they're, they're just they've been stuck in that cycle, and they get sick of leading that lifestyle, uh, lifestyle. sick of going back to prison, and um, sick of having legal problems, sick of just living day to day, sick of being angry all the time, sick of hanging out all the time. Sick of, of that lifestyle. We've had people who've transitioned from that who are now living in their own house. They've got their license back or got their license for the very first time in their life. We help people get their licenses. Mm. We help people get into drink and drug drive um, uh, courses to, to get their license back. Um, we help people get into work. We've got uh, work... Uh, options help people get into work, get white cards, uh, working cards, all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, if someone comes in who's been living on the street for their whole life, and they've been had no income, or sort of been on and off uh, new or job seeker the whole life, who qualify, probably qualified for disability support pension their whole life. And more recently, NDIS, we can help those people get on that so they have the option of living a more supported life. We can get them into accommodation with supports. In some cases, the accommodation could be set up with furniture, with white goods as well. Um, this is not all. And, you know, we definitely can't promise this to everyone, but it does happen. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure there's other things.
1: That sounds like yeah.
2: a. An expensive operation. It is, but uh, there's 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 a lot of Aboriginal people also have um, access to things that non-Aboriginal people may not. Right. So with um, the dental services for Aboriginal um, guys, men and women, with the healthcare card and uh, all all the dental is at no charge. all the healthcare services, you know, there's no cost involved. Yeah. Um, oh, and I, sh- I probably should let you know too. At Galliambel, the cost is two hundred and seventy dollars a fortnight, and most of the fellows are on New Start or D- DSP, Disability Support Pension. Yep. That comes out of their, um, out, of the, out of that payment uh, fortnightly, and for that they get a room occasionally they have to share a room um they've got laundry facilities there that covers gas electricity water uh everything for 135 dollars a week um fines getting paid off they get transported not everywhere but uh Yeah. yeah it's it's the cheapest rehab in victoria
1: yeah, it mm. <laughs> certainly sounds it, yeah. Yeah,
2: I've often said, well, at $135 a week, I'm coming to live there if you get all that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sounds like Christmas. Mm. Um, okay, um, we might take another short break there. And I've got another song here, it's by Craig Stewart, and it's called Santa Swapped His sleigh for a Surfboard, an Australian Christmas Carol. So in the lead up to Christmas, I thought I'd play this for, for Craig, and thanks, Craig, for sending it in to us.
4: Well the singing of cicadas is ringing in the air And the beaches are all bustling with tourists everywhere There's lawns that all need mowing, but Barbies to attend Cause it's Christmas time again The kids and dad are playing cricket on the sand While up on the tail some and mum's trying to get a tan Well I hate to be the one kids to spoil the Christmas cheer But there's something I should tell ya. Happened just last year. You see, Santa swapped his sleigh for a surfboard. Figured it was time to settle down. Cashed in his super, said nothing could be better than living in a North Coast town. Wanna know what you're all thinking? How it is? I know. See, I was camping at Point Plummer not that long ago. Thought I'd do some fishing. So up the beach I goes When above the surfing seagulls I hear ho, ho, ho's Then I saw him sitting out there in the water I'm sure you could imagine my surprise To see Santa and his board He's on a surfboard Out there ripping in his zinc disguise He was carving up one wave, then another Heard I just dropped me a rod Stood there and stared When he scored himself a ten-second barrel Then busted out a massive air yeah, Santa swapped his sleigh for a surfboard And he stretched it up, you know, there is no doubt He was camping right beside me in a battered old red combi So I vowed that night to suss his story out That's how I found myself sitting with Santa by the fire Hearing the whole story about how he'd retired I still could not believe it, didn't trust my ears So I decided to tell him about all my fears I said, Santa, what about the little kiddies? He just looked up and rolled back his eyes and said, mate, you can't tell me that it's my fault. See, there's this bit about naughty and nice. If you want to point the finger, it's the government. Just take a look at what the world has become. I've got presents in a pile, stack them all up high. Since I stopped you smacking them on the bum. And I swapped his sleigh for a surfboard With business going down the drain But when you get the John Dory It's the same old story And the Polly's are the ones to blame Road, in his trusty old red combi, with a fishing boat in tow. And there's a bloke just past the lighthouse who used to run the camel rides that swapped his surfboard for some reindeer, and it's doing quite alright. Yes, yeah, and a swapped his sleigh for a surfboard, figured it was time to settle down. Cash and his super said nothing could be better than living in a north coast town. Yeah, Santa swapped his slave for a surfboard. But kids, he said to let you all know that if you all really try to be good all the time, then he'll give it another go. Yeah, if you all really try to be good all the time, he'll give it another go.
0: Knocking the Top Off! A People's History of Alcohol in Australia is a heavily illustrated 67 chapter book co edited by Alex Etling and Ian McIntyre. Delivering an incisive alternative history of Australia from the bottom up, it includes stories ranging from the convict era resistance through to actions by workers, people with disability, and anti fascists today. Alcohol and pubs, many and varied roles in social change, music, art, and more are explored by more than 20 writers. These include Jeff Sparrow, Wendy Bacon, Gary Foley, Diane Kirkby, David Nichols, Tanya Luckins and Graham Willett. Copies can be purchased directly from 3CR at 21 Smith Street Fitzroy during office hours. To find out more details or buy the book online, visit interventions.org.au. A 3CR supporter.
4: Uh,
1: this is The Living Free Show on 3CR Digital Radio live streaming on 3cr.org.au and today I'm talking with Damien about his work with the Galliamble Men's Recovery Centre in Skilda um, One thing we haven't touched on Um, Damien, is the Aboriginal cultural identity. So would you like to talk about the importance of, uh, I guess, re-establishing that in in your residence?
2: Yeah, well, um, like I've uh, previously said, you know, Galliamble is predominantly for Aboriginal men. Um, And one of the important things we try to do or we have on offer is a lot of the fellas come in with uh, loss of culture, loss of identity, or even don't even know a lot about you know, their mob's background, where they've come from. Um, so as far as their treatment plan goes, cause everyone who comes in, like, they get allocated a, a worker, and we go through a treatment plan. And one of the most important parts of the treatment plan is the cultural aspect. And we say to them, you know, what if you're feeling loss of culture, loss of identity, or even if you want to learn more about certain things about uh, your mob, where you're from, um, so that we can help you, you know, fill that void, um, or you know, reestablish or not reestablish, it, establish that 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 loss of identity, loss of culture. And so we make that part of their um, recovery or healing pro uh, process is is um, getting in touch with things um, and getting in touch with the, the parts of that that they're missing. Perhaps they may not know much about the mob that they've come from. So we'll try to help them get in touch with that and give them information to read or even um, you know get in touch with people in the areas, uh, elders if necessary. Um, so that, that can um, give them a, a sense of place and uh, fulfillment rather than a sense of loss. So yeah. that's very important for a lot of the guys that come through is um, some of them not only have that loss of culture, but they've never known it. Mm. So we try and instill that because it's, it's a very important part.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess you have a lot of context then, if you're trying to re-establish those connections. We do, and look,
2: we try and deal with, we get things,
1: whatever any of the
2: fellas can throw at us, and we get throws some all sorts of requests and questions, and you can you help with this, can you help with that, we do our best to try and help them with everything that they can throw at us we may not be able to always sometimes but we will definitely give it a go and yeah and in that way we do we we um we create contacts at the same time you know yeah yeah, yeah. which is uh, really good to establish those external contacts with other organizations and other aboriginal communities
1: yeah you mentioned before you did some work with um daddy munmoro yeah do you want to talk a little bit about the sort of work they do Um uh,
2: I can tell you what I know about Darty. Darty Monwara in Preston, High Street, Preston. They um, now, you know, if anyone's listening from Darty, you can tell me if I'm wrong about this. But I think it's um, to do with men's behavioural change, family violence. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Gally Amble also takes part in that every Monday night. There's the Darty program. From I think 6:30 till 8:30, two hours on a Monday night, and that's you know open to anybody to go in there. It's again, you know, it's directed towards um, Aboriginal men, um, and that's to do with men's behavioural change and issues to do with family violence. That's Know, and it's a lot, a yarning circle that's very important for Aboriginal people a lot of ever Abor- is ever sitting around in a big circle not behind desks not behind a, a zoom uh, screen or, a, or a Microsoft teams it's sitting around in a circle and everyone having a go at talking and mm. listening yep and, and, and respect yeah. as well and everyone yeah. showing being respect and, and cur- courteousness to, to the other person
1: mm. Yeah, it's important no matter who you are. Yeah. Mm. Um, the other one we sort of mentioned uh, was the 12 step program. So, do you want to talk about the uh, the 12 step programs, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, and Narcotics Anonymous, where you run them at Galliamble? You have meetings at Galliamble? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So,
2: um, at Galliamble, um, this is. Uh, with this is sort of connected with our sister rehab as well, which is uh, Wingie Alupna, Women's Haven. So it's it's the Galley Amble, Whingey Alupna, um, uh, Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. At the moment, uh, the NA meeting is held at Galliamble, 66 Gray Street. Um, that's from 7.30 till 8.30, one hour, every Tuesday night. And the AA meeting, the Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, Every Thursday night, 7:30 to 8:30, um, and that's that's at the Gally Amble Rehab in our lounge room. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, that and it, again, that's that's advertised publicly, so that's not just you know there for Aboriginal people. It's open to anyone, everyone who wants to come in, come in. You know, don't think oh I'm not Aboriginal should I go in there everyone's open everyone's welcome you know doesn't matter just come in Um, now that's at the gala that's at the galley rehab at the moment as well we recently had to move back there because um, the other rooms that we were doing them uh, not available anymore so uh, this is a a bit of a plug out there (laughs) where we're looking for um, some spaces to hire on Tuesday or Thursday night in the St Kilda area so we can have the Galley Amble Winjilupner uh, NANAA meetings on Tuesday and Thursday nights so uh, if anyone knows of anything please give the galley landline a call yeah <laughs> <laughs> ask right. for me Damien
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's good um, <laughs> so you mentioned oh, we talked a little bit about getting into Galley Amble so do you want yep. to talk about some of the or how people can get into Galley Amble uh, so,
2: if you knew absolutely nothing about it and you just googled Galley Amble, a phone number would come up to uh, to call. So you'd call the number and you say, "Look, I'm interested for myself or a family member or a sister, a brother, or a loved one or a friend. Um, how do I go about you?" We would refer you to um, our intake officer. Um, I don't want to say her name right now, but over the phone, if you call Galley, I can let you know that. Um, so we'd we, we refer you to our, our intake manager, our clinical services manager, who would go through the intake process, which would usually start with us giving you a phone number, an email address, uh, and would involve involved doing two assessments. One's a, a comprehensive AOD assessment, alcohol and drug assessment, and one's a, um, uh, a self-assessment assessment. Um, and our intake office can talk you with through with that as well and we usually ask for um, a, a legal history legal paperwork and, uh, and and medical paperwork all these things are taken into account when getting into Galliamble so we have to look at um, mental health and, and legal history as well
1: yeah hmm. um, so is it easy to get into Galliamble
2: it's... oh, that, that's a difficult question. Um, it, so all that, all that paperwork would go to our intake officer and providing all the paperwork gets sent through, then the, all that paperwork is then sent out to the different managers of the three different rehabs. And once a week, we have an intake meeting to determine the two managers of each rehab will then sit down to determine who that they think they can accommodate in in their rehab um, it's a bit of a process and unfortunately there's a lot of people waiting to get in um, we house up to 16 people at the moment we've got 10 um, it's and we're not looking at getting anyone else in now until the end of February but, uh, you know, don't let that deter you. Please, you know, get the ball rolling with the intake process because it's, it's not always quick, particularly if there's if there's legalities involved. You know, that can take uh, quite a bit because there might be some uh, preliminary or, or, or court-related things that have to happen before someone can get into Galliamble. Right. Okay. It, it depends on the severity of... Um, I don't like to use that word. It depends on... Legal history, uh, complications, complications. Yeah. I don't want to go into yeah. specifics, yeah. and also um, yeah, medical and uh, mental history as well, because we are a, uh, an alcohol and other drug rehab, um, but it's so broad-reaching and multi-layered, faceted, faceted yeah. what, we, what we deal with. Yeah. But um, yeah, so all these things have to be taken into account. It, it could depend on the, the complexity of, of a person as to whether it can be uh, quicker or take longer.
1: Yes. Um, right. So, um, what next? Um, well, I guess the good news is uh, we have some residents coming on the show. We and do. And they're coming on in on the uh, 18th of January, and are going to join us for the show. That's that'll be James and Jonathan, um, and their current residents.
2: Their current residents at yep. Galley, Yep. yep.
1: So that'll be really good. That'll, and that will um, uh, allow the listeners to hear what it's really like.
2: Yeah. And these uh, guys, these guys, I'm giving you the our side of the story, the yeah. the resident side of the story, and their individual stories. Uh yeah. well, I'll leave that up to them. It's yeah, mm. uh, you know, far different for how I've how I've spoken about it now. It's uh, very very informative lives. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll leave that up. Yeah. And then, yeah, a bit of a yeah hello to James and Jonathan if you're listening or, you know, they can't wait to hear you guys on here.
1: Yeah, no, that would be great. Um, yeah, well, the other interesting thing was that um, my understanding is that this show originally started as uh, Stone Free and it was started by some people from Galliamble okay Uh, and it changed to living free i think stone free was uh narcotics anonymous related and then it picked up the aa and since then we've picked up gamblers anonymous Overeaters anonymous food addicts um all sorts of things so from a small seed we now have living free and living free is very happy to be supporting galliamble in their journey um okay well listen we better think about wrapping up um if Anybody would like to find out more about the Gallyamble Men's Recovery Centre in St Kilda, they can go online at Ngwala.org.au. Uh, they can phone on 03 9534 1602 or they can email intake at Ngwala.org.au. That's Ngwala.org.au. Okay, um, so. I'd like to thank Damien for coming in and sharing about uh, his work at the um, at Nguala and the Galleamble Men's Recovery Centre. Thank you. Yeah,
2: well, no worries at all. And, you know, there's a lot to take in. Uh, but feel free to call that landline 95341602 and just ask to speak to me, Damien, or any one of the staff there um, if there's been too much to take in or you're unsure of anything and we'll definitely help you if we can and talk you through things.
1: Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, coming up next, we've got uh, Ballin The Spirit of War, hosted by Uncle Telgum Choco Edwards. Join Uncle Choco in The Spirit of War on a journey of belonging and movement through sing-alongs and yarns. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay tuned now for more Radical Radio on 3CR. And take us out. We've got a song called Get To You by Dilip and the Devs.
3: Changes, is hoping never will.